You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawksford with you on a Tuesday. Coming up about 20 minutes, we'll dive into today's MLB card, including Dylan Cease versus Justin Verlander. Cy Young battle going on in the American League tonight. More uh, baseball coming up, including the American League in the AL East, what we have there with the Orioles and the Blue Jays and the Yankees in the race, all coming up a little bit later in the show. Michael Felder, Jason Logan. But right now we wanted to dive into, we've been doing so much on you know, college football, SEC, Big Ten. Well, how about Conference USA? It's not one that we talk about as much on this show, but we thought we'd each say a couple teams, talk about them, win totals, our perspective on the season. Uh, Joe, you want to start us off? I, I got a I, – my, sure. so mine are UTEP, North Texas. Who do you have? You have Western Kentucky? I, you get the Hilltoppers? Well, yes, Western yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, my Hilltoppers. Uh, I'll start with Western Kentucky, but I, I did chuckle as you talked about. We, we don't spend much time on Conference USA, and I don't think a lot of people spend much time on Conference USA because some of the content that I was searching for, I mean, it was let me put it great. this way. I did click on a YouTube season preview video of Western Kentucky, and I lasted okay. about 42, 42 seconds because the guy was just mumbling the whole time, and he's like, uh, I think um, their wide receiver's name is uh, <laughs> it's just a lot of that. Like, there's some yeah. really bad content out there. Anyways. Well, I'm thank you to Phil Steele. Thank you to Phil yeah. Steele for his magazine. That was a big resource for me. I was like, all right, this guy's got, he's got everything in here. Where Loved would it. we be without Pat, without Pat? I don't know where we would be. Western, Western Kentucky, the win total is eight and a half. BetMGM has a juice to the under, minus 154. They go eight and four the regular season. Last year, uh, they lost to the UTSA twice. They lost to them to start the regular season, then they lost to them in the conference title game. Okay, I understand why this is juiced to the under. Big time. In <clears throat> fact, I think the number's a little bit too high. Now, their head coach, Tyson Helton, he's had some success. He walked in. They go eight and four right away. Then they took a step back and more success last year. They go eight and four again. Oh, he's had a number of bowl games with them. The problem is the Hilltoppers lost everything. Everything. If we're talking about the offensive mind behind everything, their OC, Zach Kitley, he left. We saw last Thursday Bailey Zappi on the field for the Patriots getting it done, helping them cover the spread at the end. He's gone after setting a million records. Their best receivers are gone. Their best offensive linemen are gone. And so they, in their good years, they were right around this number a little, little short. 
So I get why it's juiced. And if you don't want to lay that sort of number, fine. But I don't see how it's possible for them to repeat what happened a year ago. Um, they brought in a, a transfer, Jarrett Doge from West Virginia. He's going to be their quarterback. There's no way he's going to match what Zappi was doing last year. They lost Jarrett Stearns, a, a re, their top receiver, 1,900 yards and 17 touchdowns. How do you how do you fill production like that? I just don't think it's going to be possible for the Hilltoppers. And in fact, I was surprised that it's at eight and a half. Going down to seven and a half would actually make more sense with all the holes that they have to fill this year. So I don't expect them to be in the mix for Conference USA. Most prognosticators are picking them to finish in third place in the conference. But this is under eight and a half wins or nothing for me. Yeah, that's, I mean, you mentioned the production. I mean, the kid threw for what, 6,000 yards last year? You That's that's hard he to replace. He had 60-some touchdowns, didn't he? Yes, 60-something. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. I think 62. That guy's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge, huge loss for them. I would definitely be looking to fade them this year. I mean, you can't get that type of production again. No. no There's no way I don't they're going to be better than they were last year. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so Aaron, where did uh, what was the, the first team that you took a look at in Conference USA? Um, so the first one I looked at was UAB. So UTSA is, you know, a slight favorite to repeat in Conference USA. Um, they won it last year. UAB's got quarterback Dylan Hopkins. So he passed for um, just under 2,300 yards a year ago, but he was eighth in the NCAA with 166 passing efficiency rating, and he had 18 touchdowns. Um, so he's pretty good. UTSA, from what I was researching, a lot of analysts believe that the success they had last season, that they're due for a little bit of regression, that it's not sustainable. So I think the Blazers could bounce back and win the conference this season. However, you know, it just depends if you want to bet plus 200 for UAB to win. I think they have a really good shot, um, but it's only plus 200. So, you know, I'll leave that up to you. According to Phil Steele, our guy, UAB um, looks like the top team in CUSA again. And um, this time they have UTSA at home November 5th, which is a big advantage. Um, so if UAB wins that game, then, you know, they would get to host the title game. So another thing I thought was really interesting was Phil Steele projects UAB to go 11-1 and this season. If he's right, their win total is eight and a half. So that is plus money, plus 105 if you want to bet over their win total. Um, so a couple of things. I mean, could could be a pretty good season for UAB and CUSA. Did yeah, they just put all, all of the top teams in the Conference USA at eight and a half? It certainly feels that way. <laughs> well, one that we'll get to is at six I have coming up here with FAU. Okay. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting conference. So the first one I looked at is UTEP. Um, I like them. I like their direction. So they, they have a five-and-a-half win total. I think that's low. UTEP strikes me as a team that's going to be better than that. They were 7-6 and six last year, 15 returning starters. Thank you, Phil Steele, for pointing that out. Seven on one side of the ball, eight <laughs> on the other. So 15 returning starters. But how about this? So Dana Dimel is their head coach. That program was a joke, UTEP, when he got there. He took over an 0-12 team. 
111 his first two years. I mean, he's basically starting from ground zero. He's got nothing to work with. So you went 111, 111-3-5. 3-5. Last year, they started 6-1 and one before finishing 7-5, and then they lost the bowl game. But just think about that. They, they were 111, 111-3-5. He had them 6-1 and one last year before the schedule you know, got tough, and they just couldn't finish. I don't think they were ready to finish a season. But this year, they've been to a bowl game. They had a winning record last year. They avoid Western Kentucky and UAB in the conference. Like their conference schedule, the, the top two teams, they don't have to face them, or two of the top three or four teams, whatever you want to rank it. Um, they mm-hmm. lost a couple of good wide receivers. That's concerning, but they probably have the best defensive line in the conference. I feel like this is a program on the rise. I am surprised the total is as low as it is. I would go over five and a half. I, I think they're interesting, uh, UTEP. I mean, to, to go from where as bad as they were four years ago to a bowl game last year, that tells me they, they're on the, the rise here. And I think it's big. They avoid those two teams. They avoid the top teams of this conference. They're just kind of playing the, the middle of this conference or the bottom uh, in their conference games. I like UTEP. That's, um, th- that might be a win until I put in. I mean, I, I, my eyes were raised like, wow, five and a half? I, I think they're better than that. I think it's at least a six-win team. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. All right. Very good. I mean, there's clearly going to be some opportunity. And so there are decisions to be made. You can't take a a bunch of teams over some of those higher numbers at all. So it's going to be, uh, going to be interesting. So the other, when other team that I took a look at, in addition to Western Kentucky, UTSA also with a win total of eight and a half and the juice is also to the yonder, but, but I disagree. I like this team much more than Western Kentucky's outlook for the upcoming season. Now, UTSA, they were the talk of everyone last year. If you take a look at those smaller conferences, like look at UTSA. They had 11-0 start before uh, losing by multiple scores to North Texas. And so you wonder what's going to happen there. Now, they're not losing as much as some teams. Sincere McCormick, their top running back, that's going to be big. That's a lot of production. That's 1,500 yards and 15 touchdowns. I'm not sure that you can quite fill that void, but maybe you can do all right. Uh, the offensive line, four of their five starters are back, but they're going to be missing their best one, and it's a center. And we don't talk about the impact, I don't think anybody does, of a center enough. Now, Jeff Trailer's building a program. I mean, that was the tw- the 12-2 overall bump, 7-1 in conference. That was in his second year. So this is year three. These are his guys. So I think I'm not saying they're going to repeat that, but I expect them to be at the top. And I and I under, certainly understand people that want to say I'm going to take UTSA 
to win the conference. I don't think that's a horrible play. And they have continuity at the quarterback position. Frank Harris, this is going to be his fourth year. He was the second-team all-conference quarterback last year, so maybe he can take another leap. I, I have much more trust in the Roadrunners this year compared to the Hilltoppers. So UTSA plus money at over 8.5, plus 125, I don't mind that. The only scary thing is there's probably a, a game here at the top that we've got to mark off at least one as a loss. They're going to play Texas in their third game. So that's yeah. that's going to be at Texas. So take that paycheck. That's fine. I understand. Um, but Houston, Army, Texas, they're challenging themselves a little bit. But as far in once yeah. they get to conference play, I mean, they're going to be in every game, and, and they're going to win the majority of them. Yeah. I got to say before we go on and Aaron gives her second, I don't know if any conference in college football has as many good – Names of teams as this Hilltoppers, Roadrunners, Mean Green, Blazers. North Texas. That, yeah, it's great. It, it's one of my favorite names, just with uh, with mascots and and um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Uh, so Aaron, who was your second one? Oh, it's great. How can you not like an it. owl? Come on, Florida Atlantic Owls up next. Lane Kiffin. We all know he was the um, head coach there, and he, he left the program in pretty decent shape. Um, before he left for Ole Miss in 2019. Then Willie Taggart took over the program. And this season, the Owls are returning 14 starters. So not too bad. Um, this is the best team that Taggart has had in his three years as head coach. Um, and our guy, Phil Steele, put FAU on his most improved list this season at number 11. Um, their non-conference schedule, FAU, is what we're talking about. It's pretty middle of the road, guys. It's not really difficult, and it's not easy either. In CUSA play, FAU does avoid UTSA, who is, you know, the co-favorite to win the conference. Mm -hmm. So I would possibly look at the win total over six. However, when I looked... Ugh, minus 120. So I think there's probably some value as we go through this conferences elsewhere. Um, I don't think they're going to win the conference at 10 to 1 either. But if you like this team, have at it and bet them 10 to 1 to win the conference. But I probably would stay away from both the win total and betting them to win the conference. Not a play there for me with the uh, Owls. All right, let me give uh, North Texas quick, and then we'll get to Paul, so we make sure we hit as many as we can in this segment. Uh, so North Texas is a 6.5 win total. I actually, after diving into the two teams, I think UTEP and North Texas win total should be flipped. Like I, I like UTEP better than North Texas. Uh, so they opened 1-6 last year. They won their last five, so it kind of made the season look better than it was. But they have a tough slate. Uh, uh, UTEP does not have to play the best teams. North Texas does. So they have to play at – UTSA, at Western Kentucky, at UAB. I mean, think about that for a second. They might play the three best teams in this conference all on the road this season. Um, and it's a four-week stretch over the second half of the season. So, I, And SMU they have at home. I don't think that is a really easy home game as well. So they, I think the schedule is really difficult for North Texas. I am not liking them as much as I like uh, UTEP. So that, that's where I stand on them. I, I would – they're a pretty good program. Like, they're pretty consistent, so I don't – I'm not loving the under, but I sure I've not taken the over on North Texas. I feel like that's a lot of wins to ask out of them to get to seven. So uh, I don't like them as much as UTEP is is kind of my biggest takeaway on those. Paul, you want to uh, throw yours in? Sure. So I've got Middle Tennessee, the Blue Raiders. Um, basics: Ooh, QB musical, yeah, QB musical chairs last year. Uh, starting quarterback Chase Cunningham played in only five games. They got all the way down to like fourth string at quarterback. 
So Cunningham's back. Um, so if they can keep him healthy, that'll be good for them. A lot of turnover luck last year, plus 11 in turnover margin. So it could be some regression there. 11 returning starters, so they did lose quite a bit. Uh, interesting, they finished 4-2 and two down the stretch, won their bowl game against Toledo. So if you believe in momentum carrying over to season to season, there's that. Um, strength is the defensive line. The whole unit is back. And also special teams. I did not go player by player on their special teams unit, but according to Phil Steele, their entire special teams unit is back, and they could be like a top 50 unit. Uh, name to know, defensive end Jordan Ferguson. He's an NFL prospect. He's a preseason bet. Derek Award watch list guy. Uh, career high in tackles, tackles for loss, sacks with nine, hurries, forced fumbles, fumble recoveries last year. Definitely got to watch on the D-line. Weaknesses also on the defense, though, lost a ton of their top tacklers, um, linebackers, DBs mostly on the defensive side, and their top three receivers. Um, an interesting note is there was a lot, there is a lot of turnover on the O-line, but the O-line wasn't that good, so that could be a good thing. Uh, win total is five and a half over at plus 155, juice to the under at minus 145, and 10 to 1 to win Conference USA. I have a tough time pulling trigger on this one. I think it's under or nothing. They have such a brutal schedule stretch after their first three games. Miami versus UTSA at UAB. They're 0-19 versus ranked teams since joining FBS. So there's a uh, that's going to be a tough, tough for them to do much this year. I love it. Good stuff on this conference. We'll dive more into college football next hour. Michael Felder is going to join us at 11 a.m. Eastern. On the other side, let's talk some baseball. Today's card, including a showdown in Chicago. Justin Verlander, Dylan Cease tonight. What it next on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.